Welcome to Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. This space is created for all my Chicana and Latina sisters. I will touch base on mental health awareness to be able to help you understand different ways of implementing self-care and self-love. And also to remind you, que no estás sola. I want to also let you know that this is an evolución. Unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Espero que estén muy, muy bien. Thank you so much for tuning in here at your podcast, Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. And yes, I made a change to the title of your podcast here. Um, with me, Amapola Ramirez. I added Latina. I do want to embrace Chicana and Latina. Not all Chicanas will... Um, identify themselves as Latinas and some Latinas will not identify themselves as Chicanas and that is okay. Um, so I felt in my heart that I wanted to add that change or not. A, well, it's a change for us, for those who are have been used to seeing Chicana Moms podcast and now it is called Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. So anyways, I do want to ask you for a favor if you have time of course to take a few minutes to rate this podcast it really helps others know about this space that I've created for all my Chicana and Latina moms and it helps me a lot too if there's any topics that you want for me to talk about let me know but also your feedback helps me so much to know what you think about this podcast and you know is it making a difference in your life um, and also not just for me but for those who are interested of you know making the time to listen to Chicana Moms and Chicana and Latina Moms podcast so if you have time leave um, a review And I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And well, in today's episode, I do want to talk to you about your past self. And obviously, I'm not going to get so into it right now. But that is exactly what I'm going to touch base on. We have evolved so much, each and one of us. And I will be highlighting a lot of different techniques that you can implement so that it could help you focus on your relationship. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I would like to share with you about my life, but it's still the quarantine, you know, situation still happening. And um, I don't know, I guess the only thing I can tell you is that I continue to clean and organize and move things around. I remodeled my kitchen. I mean, redecorated as you say not remodeled redecorated my kitchen um I am obsessed with a blush pink color so I have a lot of little things in my kitchen with that in my living room and valentine's is my favorite holiday 
I, I've mentioned before, I do not like Christmas besides um, Advent, right? Of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's pretty much the only thing I, I love. But Valentine's for me, I feel like I want to see every day as Valentine's. I love hearts. I do have two small little tattoos of hearts, one on my foot and one on my wrist. And my husband also has a little heart. We have the same matching tattoos. Um, he put it on his arm and he had, he had another tattoo where, um, he plays the little heart. I am obsessed with hearts. I don't know what it is exactly, but they're so beautiful. So for those of you who follow me, you'll see in my platforms that I will have hearts and I will have the blush pink color. I just love it. I don't know that I just feel that colors are so amazing and whenever I see blush pink it makes me happy I don't know I'm sure you can relate (laughs) but that's where I'm at right now I redecorated my kitchen I went to Marshall's to home um, home goods Ross um, 99 cent store the Dollar Tree because Valentine's for me like I said I love it and it's all hearts and pink and red and white so I tried to get little things that will fit my home I didn't just splurge a lo menso like my mom says but I was able to get a little bit of cute things and I love it it's so cute but anyways that's the only update I can give you I really like to share you know um input about my life but there hasn't been much you guys I mean the only thing I can also share, like I mentioned, I'm a multifaceted Chicana, um, is that I will be having a new podcast, La Chicana Big Sister Mentor. I have a platform on TikTok and it is amazing. I have a lot of brothers and sisters on there following me. Um, and maybe you're one of them listening to this podcast. And I thank you and appreciate you very much for hopping on to this other platform of mine of or of ours, I should say, of Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. And that is coming soon. I'm still working on it um, because I want to target also my Chicanos and Latino brothers. And I'm going to create that space. And um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, So those are the big updates that I have for so far, I should say. But other than that, you guys, I'm going to talk to you about Um, your past life and how to be able to meditate and focus on that past life of yours. Um, So let's just get started. Okay, vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Um, So although we are generally the same people, right? If you think and how you were when you were 20, when you were 30, 40, etc., you I'm pretty sure you would agree with me that you have evolved, right? We all go through major changes in our lives, right? And some of which can be transformational, right? And I I personally think that my 30s was my transformation years. Because now I'm 40 
And I love it. I feel centered. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I am centered to where I feel like I know where I'm going. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I feel so centered that in the present moment, I know who I am. I know what I love. I know what I don't like and what doesn't make me happy. And I set my boundaries if needed. I will remove people from my life who I honestly don't feel that their energy is good for me and maybe I'm not good for them, whatever it is. I have no problem doing so. But it feels so good. I know there's a lot of things I still have to work on, obviously. You know, we always have something else to work on. But when I look at my past self, I think of my 30s and I see them as... um that transformational stage. In my 20s, I feel like I was st- I was a young adult. I had my 18-year-old son when I was 22 years old. So I feel like I was still a chicky. Yeah, like I was still young. And I didn't have the guidance for my mother to learn how to... I don't know. I just feel like she didn't... She wasn't there the way I needed her to be. It was more like that tough love. Like, okay, you decided to have a kid. You're on your own. Because that's what was given to her. And it is what it is, you know, but I think that now as I'm 40, I understand so many things, um, but I still continue to love to expand my wings and learn different things in my life. So think about that, about how your past self, how you were in, I don't know, your 20s, your 30s, whatever age you are, like those ages in the past and how much you've evolved and how much you've implemented different things that you felt at the moment were right. And even if you right now say, man, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. But I do want to say that don't punish yourself. At that time, you did what you thought was right. But now, now the present moment is about trying to implement something different. This is where I'm always going to highlight to don't, do not be afraid to ask for help. There's t- these type of individuals who have a very difficult time asking for help. Um, and if someone's trying to help them, they reject the help sometimes or majority of the time. And they see something good that's given to them as like, don't give it to me and they'll reject it. And that's still okay. We cannot change everyone or anybody, I should say. And it's all about just focusing on you. And I'm not saying in a selfish way where you're like neglecting your kids or your partner, your job. I'm not saying to that extreme selfish manner. I'm talking more of like that self-care, self-love where you're still considered compassionate, right? You have empathy towards yourself and others. So I want to be able to give you some techniques that can help you. In therapy, one of the techniques that I like to do, which I was taught by one of my supervisors, was um, a timeline. And it works all the time where you create a timeline, right? A line across a piece of paper. And you're going to use colors and use blue or purple, whatever, any color you want that represents positive things in your life. 
and red, which represents something negative, something that impacted like toxic people, whatever, however you want to see it. But red represents like not the good things that you didn't like in your life. So you will start off maybe by when you remember, you know, if you were in elementary and then you go on. This helps a lot in therapy. If you have a therapist, you can ask him or her to help you create that timeline and process that, which is really good. Actually, you can do it on your own as well. Um, but I'm not saying it's not going to help, but I think that when you process it with someone else, that's not your family, like a therapist, it helps a lot. Definitely. But just good for thought. Okay. So I'm going to give you five different things that you can do to be able to pretty much meditate on your past self and have that reflection on how much you've grown. Okay, but it is going to require for you to take that time to reflect on the growth that you've done. So here is the number one um, tip that I'm going to share with you. It is to get a journal, right, and a pen, and then prepare to like meditate. Write down anything that's in your mind, anything at the moment to just clear it out. If it's like, oh, I have to go buy chicken or bread. Oh, tengo que ir a comprar conchas y chocolate. You know, like any little thing that you feel like is needed, like let all that out into that piece of paper. But you're going to also use that paper and pen for something else, which is um, one, I would always say pick a time and date for you to worry. First of all, I think I'm going to highlight that and throw this in between. Let me explain to you. If you have been worried about something in your life, schedule it. Put it in your calendar and say, okay, right now, ni me voy a enfocar en esta preocupación. I'm going to focus on it at five o'clock today. And once five o'clock comes, I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to feel my emotions. I'm going to process and see... How is it that I can solve this problem? And I'm going to write it down. What are the pros and cons? What can I control and what I cannot control? It's going to take time. So I would say that because sometimes many people have a difficult time meditating because they're so focused on the stress. And it's understandable. Everyone goes through so many different things. um, But worrying doesn't make things better. Okay. And just how you're going to focus to worry on for that and specific issue in a certain time, you're going to pick a time to focus as well. Okay. So you're going to use that journal and pen. You can write down your age, for example, 25 or your first job, your first boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you want to put on there. Um, or even get a specific, specific with the date. Okay. Like, I don't know, September of 1999, for example. And you're going to write it down um, in your, like, like you're going to write, that's the title of the list. Okay. You're going to, no, that's number two. Number three is that you're going to close your eyes and spend a time focusing on yourself from that specific time. If you, if you put age 25, you're going to close your eyes and you're going to focus on that age when you were 25. And you're going to think about what was going on in your life when you were 25, what you valued, 
who was important to you at that moment? What was stressing you out when you were 25? What were your goals? ¿Cuáles eran tus sueños when you were 25? I'm giving you this example of 25, but obviously at this point, like I said, you can put your first job or, or September 24. But I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. But it's important to take yourself there. Now, if you have a difficult time in closing your eyes, because like I said before, many people have a difficult time meditating because of the traumas, then don't close your eyes. You can draw it, paint it, write it down. Just write it down if it's difficult for you to close your eyes. And four, write down all the details that come to your mind, okay? Um, you really want to focus into painting that accurate picture of who you were when you were, for example, 25 years old. And write everything down. Whatever it is that you can think of. And like I said, you can draw a timeline, which is number five, is drawing the timeline between then and now, like when you were 25 up to now. Um, you, I don't know. I feel like drawing it is so much better. M many people might think, well, I don't need to draw. I can just visualize it. If that works for you, great. Um, like if in your head. But on paper, I think is so much better in my opinion. But think about all that has happened between now and then. And look at how far you've come. You've come so far. And it's amazing, you guys. It really, really is. Reflecting on your past self is a great way for us to cultivate compassion and respect for ourselves and to embrace that all the hard work that we've put into our kids, our relationship, our career, our self-development. We live in a very fast-paced world. We have to implement to kind of slow down. We need to slow down. And the way to do that is to meditate or to ground implementing grounding techniques. There's different ways to live life. So the way you've been living life and you feel at this moment that ha it doesn't bring you happiness, then it's time to change. But no one is going to make you change. It's going to have to come within your heart, within your gut feeling that you are ready to. I think for us, Women, you know, we implement change when we cut our hair, when we, you know, color our hair, um, when we move things around in our home, the furniture, right? The feng shui manner, um, redecorating, like I mentioned I did, and that's how I feel. I'm doing a new chapter. I moved the couches around in my living room, and I, I've noticed that it also helps my husband and my kids because they feel it's a different vibe. Um, so we have to implement all those changes. No one's going to come in into our lives and do it for us. Nobody is. It's either you change on your own or life changes you regardless. And it can be both at the same time. 
But if you choose not to change, then the universe will make that change happen for you. Sometimes you'll like it and sometimes you won't, but it's always going to go back to the choices you've made in your life. But I do want to highlight that when you focus on your past self, it helps you to remember the things you've learned, the lessons of life. Now that I've addressed with you to reflect on your past self, I want to touch base on your present self. Okay, and then I'm going to hop over to your future self. Um, our present self is the only thing we have to be able to control. When we become more compassionate with ourselves, it requires knowing and accepting who we are, the good and the flaws. It helps us, it helps us to become more familiar with with who you are, who, who we are as a being. And when we make the time to meditate or implement the grounding techniques, um, we're able to focus on our feelings. If you've ever thought that you want to get rid of a feeling, it's not, it's not about getting rid of the feelings, you guys. It's about feeling, just allowing yourself to feel whatever feeling you're feeling (laughs) and feeling comfortable with that present self. And if in the current moment you're not feeling so well and it's sadness that you feel, just let it be. It's meant for you. Well, it's meant for all of us to have feelings, right? So if you feel frustrated, angry, disappointed, sad, sit with it. And I think that's what we tend to do. We tend to push them away. But um, when you push these feelings, unwanted feelings, we push happiness and joy also in the bunch. So we want to be able to slowly accept these feelings and say, today I am feeling sad because, uh, I don't know, a coworker made a comment that hurt my heart. But you acknowledged, acknowledged it. Or you can say, my ex is being disrespectful because he doesn't want to co-parent with me. I feel frustrated, I feel hopeless because he or she, right, is not validating or accepting how great of a parent I am. And then you process it and does that really matter? (laughs) And how does that really matter in my life? So it's just bringing yourself back to this awareness, right? So we want to be able to cultivate a better self-knowledge and have self-acceptance. So I also want to address with you five different ways of bringing yourself to your present self and how to meditate on your present self um, or ground in your present self. So one is once you've prepared, obviously made the time to meditate or to ground, you want to be able to sit quietly for a few moments and focus on the breathing 
en la respiración. Breathing is essential. It is so important for you to retrain your breath. Focus on your breath. When we are worried, we tend to hold our breath. And we wonder why we get a sharp pain sometimes or we feel dizzy because you're holding your breath and your body's going into this fight or flight. I know I've mentioned this before, but I will continue to repeat myself to remind you of that. And that is okay with me. Try to clear your mind of any junk. Like I mentioned before, writing in a journal to kind of throw it all up in there. Um, because a lot of that junk might weigh you down. Let your thoughts come and go, but do not, do not hang on to them and assuming that for the rest of your life you're going to be unhappy. No, 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 no. We are not meant to be unhappy for the rest of our lives and also we are not meant to be happy every single day of our lives. It's, I always say that life is like a confetti. I've seen that quote before and that's how I want to perceive it. So number two. Shift your focus from a clear mind to your present life. Okay, you already did, let's say, the, the strategy of your past self and you understood and accepted, wow, I've grown so much. So see yourself in your mind's eye and take in this view for a moment. Okay, by focusing your age, your current age, for example, where you work, where you live, like your current, present life, whatever it is comes into life, just, just focus on your clear mind and your present self. Number three, think about the person you are today and place this current self in a context with all the experiences that you have pretty much learned throughout your life. And you can ask yourself, hmm, am I a kind of person? Yes. Why? And then exploring it. What has influenced you, for example, in your current life, in your present life? What has helped you be a kinder person, a compassionate person? Okay. Number four, think of your key traits of characteristics. What makes you the person you are? Okay. Is it your job, your skills, your talents, your relationships? What is it? Your hobbies? And what words do you use to define yourself in your present moment? For me, I'll share. For me in my present moment, the words that I can say define myself is creative, compassionate, intelligent, and multifaceted, Chicana. I, that's, I mean, along with others, right? But those are the ones I can come, <laughs> that I can think of right now to share with you. So it's always reminding myself of the great qualities and not um, allowing this negativity, right? Uh, on the imposter syndrome to kick in. We don't want that. But if it comes, if it creeps up, then, then we know, oh, wait a minute, I have to reflect on my present self. Number five, spend a few minutes getting to know yourself. We make time to develop relationships with others, but I think we fail to implement time to get to know ourselves. 
Okay. Um, so self-acceptance is going to be the key when it comes to the present self. In one of my parenting, the program that I do for parenting, I have parents write down, <clears throat> excuse me, I have parents write down the pros and cons about themselves as a parent. So I would actually even encourage you to write the pros and cons about your yourself and focus on your present self and what are the things that you still need to work on and what are the things that you love about yourself. Okay, so that's what I would focus on, what I would recommend um, in regards to grounding and meditating in your present self. Now, let's hop on to your future self. This is where anxiety happens. The anxiety of the unknown, okay? So if you're that type of person who rarely looks to the future, you might be surprised at how much self-knowledge and self-acceptance you have gained from looking forward. But if you're in this mindset of like, I see too much into the future and it scares me because I don't know what's going to happen, then let's focus on that. Okay, so there are some exercises that can help you focus by making some process like baby steps, not pasotes grandes, like little baby steps. So again, it's always going to go back to the self-acceptance. Okay, I want to highlight that. So here are four tips that I want to highlight. And this is going to require grabbing another well, not another journal, but like grabbing your journal or a notebook to write in and prepare yourself um, for this meditation process or grounding. Um, two, you want to be able to keep your eyes closed, but for those who are not able to do that, you can keep your eyes opened, okay? But if you are able to keep your eyes closed, think about a certain point in your future, and even if you have your eyes opened, you can write it down. It can be a month ahead or a year ahead or 20 years ahead. The distance really doesn't matter. So how far you go, but you should pick a time that you feel will be significant for you. I am going to share this with you. And I think I've said it before in episode, and I don't even know what episode I said it, but I read my Bible and there's a story, and I'm not so good at like quoting the Bible. Like, I think honestly, I don't know if I'm, this is just blaming my trauma, but like to retain and remember things is really challenging. So I have to literally write things. So if you were to ask me what verse in the Bible, ni me voy a acordar, but I can look it up for you if you ever do need it. Um, I remember this story in the Bible where they were asking Jesus, you know, when was he going to do certain things? And he never gave a specific date or time. His, because it's obviously very wise, his answer was soon. So when I'm reading this right now to you and it says, you know, um, choosing a specific time frame that's just an example but in your mind or however you want to word it it's like it's soon going to happen to me 
right? Like I'm going to get that job I've wanted soon. And if you want to put a specific date, great. But I would, I, in my opinion, in my life and what I'm telling you is I will write the date, but then yet at the same time, I will say it's going to happen sooner than later. And this date is just an example. And if it doesn't happen in that day, that's still okay because only God knows. But it's something that just helps me. I'm just sharing that and hopefully that helps. If not, that's still okay. <laughs> so an example, when you're working at your dream job, retiring or sending your kids off to college, whatever it is, make a note of this future point in this time in your journal. Like you're going to write it down because you're going to focus in this future. The whole purpose of focusing in your future self is to focus on it in a positive manner without worrying. So you're creating this space of your future self in a positive manner. Okay. So four, send some acceptance and appreciation to your future self. Remind yourself that you will be that person far off in the distance one day and give that person, that person a mental hug. Like you're going to nurture your future self in advance. That's the purpose. And keeping those journals in a safe space where maybe you don't want anyone to to see that. But it's really important, you guys, to make some time whenever you can to be able to focus on the acceptance of your life. And the last that I want to touch base on is accept the reality. Us as humans are remarkable. We're good at changing the narrative. And it is often pretty much a process that we do when either we choose to or we don't. When we don't like the way something's going in our lives, we might simply reframe it. Think about it in different terms or make ourselves feel a little bit better about it. We always try to find a different way to change something in our lives to help us be better. And even at some point when we try to do that and it doesn't work out, regardless, at the end of the day, the purpose is that we always try to implement change. Or life itself or the universe will make the change for us. But this can be beneficial when we reframe the things you can't change to better cope with hardship. But it can also distract you from dealing with things in a healthier manner. So it's always important to reflect and think what is my perspective how do I perceive life right now in my life and is it helping me or is it hurting me okay to get to know and accept yourself better consider these things that I'm going to give you and hopefully this helps and it's four points I feel like by giving you guys points in different categories not just how I work um, helps understand the different steps to implement Right. And right now, since I'm telling you about accepting the reality, um, let's look at it into four steps. So, again, you're going to make time whenever you're ready to implement the meditation or the grounding. You're going to turn your attention towards yourself. Okay. Um, looking at yourself as if you're looking at another person. And number two, you're going to zoom out on your life. You want to be able to see the big picture, you guys. Think about it. Think about yourself in the broader context of your life. 
¿Dónde estás? ¿Dónde quieres ir? Okay. Who, who are you interacting with regularly? And so on and so forth. Number three, note whether there is anything in your life that is unhealthy or it's not going quite way the way you want it to. Don't go looking for a negative though, okay? But open yourself up to non-judgmental observation of what that is, okay? Number four, try to accept your reality. It's really hard, but it's not impossible. And maybe for some could be easy. But I feel like at some point it can be challenging. <laughs> Let's be real, right? But I, I'm just saying of how some people have mentioned to me, though, for me, it's pretty, you know, I understand and I accept reality. So I'm trying to give credit to those two different types of people. Accept all the parts of your life, the good and the bad. That, oh, see, okay. Now let's dig into that. For the good, okay, is accept all the good. But the bad, how do we accept the bad? How do we accept a toxic ex, a toxic boss, or anything that you feel is not good in your life? How do you accept that? And I mentioned this before. Just because you're accepting it doesn't mean that you don't have a right to implement a change within yourself. It's one thing accepting the fact that an ex doesn't like me and that he is toxic, accepting that. But the other thing is not allowing that person, right? You still have to set boundaries on your own. If they respect it or disrespect it, remembering that you cannot change anybody but yourself accepting that and that can be very challenging sometimes and make peace with the fact that there may be some ways in your life and it's, it's something that it's okay to not be okay okay and that your life is not ideal and that's okay that's okay if it's not but creating the best version of yourself. All of these techniques, these steps that I shared with you, you modify them however it is that works for you. Remember, these episodes are here for food for thought. You are not alone. You're not the first or the last that's going through a specific problem. That specific problem that you're going through, you're not the first. You're not the last. No eres la única ni la última. Just remember that, okay? And if at some point you feel like you're suffocating and you need help, seek therapy. If you have insurance, contacting your insurance and getting a list of therapists that are under your group. Or if you're looking for a therapist, I highly recommend to go to the directory on Latinx Therapy um, on Instagram. She has a directory of different places. Um, different states in which you can seek therapy and they're all Chicanas and Latina therapists, uh, males and females, of course. And I highly recommend for you to check out her page, Latinx Therapy. But I want to thank you so much for your time. No están solas. Remember that unidas creamos cambio, pero solo con acción. Adios.
Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.